0: From Yahoo Finance, this is Ballots and Dollars, a podcast about the politics that affect your pocketbook. I'm Rick Newman.
1: And I'm Alexis Christophorus. Today we are talking about the latest round of tariffs imposed on Chinese goods and whether or not they amount to a tax on American consumers. And Rick, does it? Yes, <laughs> not everybody believes that, though. Yes. Why? Well,
0: so I wrote about this recently on the day these tax cuts went into effect, which was September 1st. And I uh, the headline was something like, today, Trump is raising your taxes. And I got all these people emailing me saying, these are tariffs. They're not taxes. Uh, and that is mistaken. So, I mean, just as a, a, a review of the basics of what a tariff is. So I'm looking at Investopedia, people who want to look this up. What is a tariff anyway? I mean, it's not something we've really had to think about for a long time. Um, the last time we had meaningful tariffs was in the 1930s, and we all thought it con- contributed to the Great Depression and the whole idea was discredited. So it's not something most people really have thought that much about, but they are back. It's because a good President basic Trump,
1: question, yes. President
0: Trump is tariff man, and he thinks this is the way to win the trade uh, war with China. So basic question, what is a tariff? I'm reading from Investopedia. It's a good all-purpose sort of information on economics and investing. What is a tariff, they say? A tariff is a tax imposed by one country on the goods and services imported from another country. That's a simple one-sentence explanation. A tariff is a tax. Um, It is not like a tax. It does not approximate a tax. It is
1: a tax. But I think what people may not be connecting there is this is not a tax on the Chinese. It winds up biting us in the butt. It's a tax on American consumers. Well, complicating this is President Trump who keeps saying – I'm not taxing Americans.
0: This is a tax on China. He is wrong. That is a deliberate lie. This is not a tax on Chinese consumers. I mean, the simple way a tariff works when the U.S. government imposes a tariff, the tariff is paid by the importer, the American importer inside the United States, who pays additional money to the customs service. That money then ends up in the U.S. Treasury. That money comes from an American firm. And then that firm has to figure out what to do because it has just paid more money. Something it purchases just went up in price. Right. And
1: we talk about this. Are they going to pass it along to the consumer? And it may get to the point where they just can't not do that anymore. We had that first round of tariffs, right, Rick, where by and large – u s. consumers were sort of shielded by those tariffs. Right. And why are these tariffs different? Yeah, there's
0: and there's a there's a big difference now. Trump hasn't been imposing tariffs on a broad range of imported products uh, since. Uh, January of 2018. So this has been going on for more than a year and a half. Uh, They were small and targeted at first, and now they're more broad-based, and they're going to affect more and more of the economy. So what mostly happened last year, and in fact, all the way leading up to the new tariffs on September 1st, uh, Trump imposed tariffs on imported goods that were not finished consumer products. These were components, you know. Uh, ball bearings that go into bicycle wheels or something like that. I mean, you know, a lot, I mean, the dollar volume of uh, imported products getting new tariffs, mostly from China, but not only from China. Also steel and aluminum. Steel and aluminum, for the most part, is a component product. It goes into cars, appliances, things like that. But steel and aluminum is not something Americans go and buy at Home Depot. They go and buy a product made with that. So uh, because tariffs went up on a lot of these components, um, the manufacturers had to figure out what to do about that. And there were there were some there have been some price increases. The most obvious example is washing machines. Uh, there were new tariffs on imported washing machines. And the average cost of a washing machine has gone up twelve percent. That is the end cost to the the average co- price the consumer pays has gone up twelve uh, percent. There are some that's, other that's big. It's not nothing
1: and and also might mm. I add, JP. Morgan Chase recently came out with its own research, finding that, these tariffs will probably mean an extra $1,000, a cost right. of $1,000 per U.S. household.
0: Yeah. And that, and there are many other studies by, at this point by all kinds of economists who are all finding more or less the same thing. Mm-hmm. This imposes a, a new cost on American households. It also imposes a cost on businesses. So let's go back to the importer, the American importer who pays the tariff. So that uh, firm's costs have now gone up. So what can they do about that? Well, they can just say, uh, if I'm uh, importing bicycles and I'm selling them to Target, I can just – in a in $100 bicycle now costs $115 at the wholesale level. I can just charge Target $115 and then Target can decide what to do. Are they going to pass that extra $15 on to their consumer or not? Well, sometimes you can do that and sometimes you can't. So I'm using Target for a reason because their CEO said, okay, we, we get a lot of stuff from China, but um, of all the companies that uh, are our suppliers, we are not accepting any price incre- increases related to tariffs. So what Target is telling all of their suppliers, and it's got to amount to thousands, mm-hmm. um, your costs are going up. That's not our problem. Make it your It's your problem. <clears throat> so... In that sense, Target is basically saying we're going to try to insulate our own customers but, so but, don't but, pass but along these the
1: rise to us. Is yeah, what but now saying.
0: these importing firms have a problem because their costs just went up, and when your costs go up, but your revenue doesn't go up, you have to you have to cut costs someplace else. And they, you know, just think of all the ways you you know the options you have when you run a company. Um, you can cut down on energy use. You can buy you know fewer uh, uh, of your own products, whatever you need, or you can um, cut back on hiring. Um, Or, you know, if it gets draconian, you can actually start laying people off. So if your costs from tariff go... You know, if the 15% tariffs might be a grand total of a 5% total increase in your cost, you have to do something about that. You could also just have uh, a 5% lower profit margin. But, you know, um, not all companies even have a 5% profit margin. So the the idea that. The margins are are pretty squeezed. And we're already seeing guidance
1: come down for earnings estimates in the latter part of the year. I mean, we thought there'd be a resolution by now. And so companies were saying, you know, we're guiding upward for the second half of the year. It doesn't look like that's going to happen. And now, looks like Wall Street's starting to bake in those lower the lower guidance.
0: Yes. And here at Yahoo Finance, I mean, obviously, we focus on bigger companies th- that are publicly owned and especially the bigger brand name companies uh, that are in the Dow or certainly in the S&P 500. A lot of the importers, though, are not those companies. I mean, um, you know, I think it's fair to say we're talking about a lot of small and medium-sized businesses. A lot of them are probably privately owned. They could be family businesses or, um, you know, a $500 million business is a good, Business that could employ a few hundred people anywhere in the country. There, we have tons of businesses like that.
1: But they may not be able to absorb. They the, might not the, be the, a pot, popul- Yeah, but right. But I guess so. Just to assume,
0: this- just to assume that you can just raise their cost by fifteen percent and they can right. just eat it is a very bad assumption. That's why economists. One of the one of several reasons economists keep saying President Trump is completely. Uh, underappreciating the problems that the tariffs will cause if they if they continue.
1: But of course the impact here depends on whether or not you as a company can find another supply chain right, right. outside mm. of China. Now the this latest round of tariffs not a surprise. So companies did have at least a little lead time, and I say a little, because a year and a half is not that much to to upend your supply chain, but we saw a huge company like Google's Alphabet recently announced that they're doing a lot of their sourcing now from Vietnam.
0: So companies did have some notice, but it's also been the case that uh, I think a lot of people have just... thought that we would get to a deal by now, and that even though Trump has threatened to put these tariffs in place now on finished consumer goods, uh, that we would never get to this point. In fact, um, even in the weekend leading up to when those tariffs were set to go into effect, uh, some investors were expecting that Trump would tweet something or there'd be some last-minute reprieve, and we we actually saw stocks fall – the following during the following trading session because the tariffs went into effect but everybody knew the tariffs were going to go into effect so one of the th- one of the reasons stocks fell is that oh investors actually thought even though they were scheduled to go into there'd effect eleven thousand yeah, something. This, somebody right. would you know race to the bell at the last second that didn't happen so just to go back to these um these new tariffs so these are these are on finished consumer goods it's a lot of clothing a lot of shoes uh, there's some, uh, and I've looked at through the different product categories. The, lo- um,
1: the list is quite long. I've seen it too. Oh yeah, it's thousands. And some it's of literally the surprised me. Some dairy products that I didn't realize we might be getting. Yeah, from there China.
0: Are, there are. It's weird. There are specialized dairy products and food categories. Yeah. Uh, you think you're not buying stuff from China in the grocery store, but in term you, it turns out you are. Right. But there the big the big categories are going to be are not that surprising. Uh, there are some machinery in there, such as uh, I, I think some TVs, right, um, printers. Uh, scanners, um, some desktop computers, um, furniture, plastic, some furniture, some furniture, some yeah. plastic products, and this is not all consumer goods imported from China. This is actually less than half of them. Uh, Trump postponed. Uh, a similar tariff on the rest of uh, the Chinese, um, the, the consumer products that come from China, that's not going to hit until December fifteenth, and that's going to be um, all the electronic categories and other things like that. So I think iPhones, um, that's on the list for December fifteenth, and a lot and of And the other new iPhones like coming
1: out very shortly. Yeah. So, so I, I think mean, I guess a, that's I th- to spare th- us during the holiday season from the, this new round of an, another round of tariffs, if you will. Yeah.
0: Um, which is a completely bogus explanation. The idea was, oh um well we don't because everybody's going to be doing their christmas shopping during the fall which i don't think i don't think too many people do <laughs> i think a right, lot of us i
1: think a lot of people are still doing it around <laughs> december 15th unfortunately
0: in. i usually am yeah um, but the idea was oh we don't want we want to um exempt these certain category products so you can get them at the cheaper pre-tariff price for christmas for the holiday season and then As if, you know, once Christmas is over, no one's (laughs) going to buy anything after Christmas. I mean, and you know, we're sitting here a few months away from December fifteenth, thinking to ourselves, yeah, but come on. Trump is not really going to raise the tariff on, you know, raise the cost of an iPhone by $150. And I think uh, it's totally plausible that he will because whoever thought this would happen where we got to just recently with the September 1st tariffs.
1: What may change things between now and December 15th is if this really does amount to a tax on americans as well as it, it seems, as though we are it's in not it's on not that. up for debate and consumer <laughs> spending does start to respond and it starts to pull back what does donald trump do does he say no to the december 15th the new round of, of tariffs december 15th let's remember he's still trying to get reelected, and when you start yep. taxing americans it's hard to get reelected.
0: well this is i think this is the great question is um We've been having this semantic discussion up till now. Is a tariff actually a tax? And the answer is, it's unambiguous. This is not open to interpretation. A tariff is a tax. So then the next question is, will the tax paid by the importing American firms actually be passed on to consumers? Some of it will be. Um, Some of it will be offset in other ways. So the interesting political question becomes, can a president get get away with raising taxes on consumers and still get reelected? I mean, it's a fascinating uh, political question because political orthodoxy would tell you no sane politician ever will even mention the word tax, or I mean, you might you you would might promise a tax cut, but you right. would never. Talk about raising taxes, and you certainly would never do it uh, within spitting distance of an actual presidential campaign. And yet, President Trump has actually done it. Now, one of the differences here is that he denies it's a tax increase. He says it's a well, he denies it's a tax increase on Americans. Americans. It's a uh, he says it's a tax increase on China. That's completely false. Uh, Nobody from China is paying taxes to the U.S. government. It is possible and probably will happen in some cases that the American firms that are now paying this higher tax can go back to their Chinese suppliers and say, our cost just went up 15%. You got to help us out on the back end. It's possible there could be price cuts on the Chinese end, but they don't have endless room to cut prices either. And, you know, remember, we're not the only customer China has. I mean, they sell stuff to everybody in the world, including Europe, Japan, Australia, Canada, Mexico. And one of the things that might be happening right now is while China... China is looking ahead and seeing a lot of trouble with its trade relationship with the United States. It is actually improving the terms of trade with its other partners to perhaps increase demand from elsewhere. So I don't take it as a given that China would necessarily say, oh, you're paying a 15% tax. We'll just cut the price by 15% in order to offset that. I don't think that's a given either. So where does this all lead? I think where this leads is uh, the market has a vote on where this trade war goes and what President Trump ends up doing. And you just asked the question. What if uh, this starts to affect the economy? I think it's possible where it already is starting to affect the economy in measurable ways. And that is going to – I I think the Chinese know that and I think the Chinese think, uh, you know, time is on our side. We can just wait this out and um, let President Trump keep increasing the cost to his own voters of the trade war. And let him keep telling them, no, it's not hurting you, it's not hurting you, while it actually does start to hurt them. And let him deal with the uh, ramifications of that when he tries to run for reelection. I'm just fascinated to watch this unfold and see what happens.
1: You know, you you said there is starting to be some evidence now that that the trade war is starting to wear on the economy. We we got some horrible manufacturing data recently. That's
0: the thing, yeah.
1: Right, and so that's huge. Um, Do you think, though, that there might be a large enough segment of the American population that says, you know what, these higher prices are for the greater good, and we see light at the end of the tunnel here because all of this pain in the short term is for better gain, a better relationship with Mm -hmm. China in the long term.
0: My best guess on that is that um, Trump has persuaded some of his core supporters that that is the case, um, and there. Mi- I think there uh, might be a very small cohort of people who are not in the so-called Trump base who might actually think this is o- this is okay, and that it's that short-term pain is worth long-term gain. I think it is – in terms of sort of the mass market though, I think it's a failing strategy for a couple of reasons. Uh, The first reason is that Trump has actually never articulated this as a strategy. He has never come out and said to America, um, hey, um, I'm going to ask you to – Um, you know, put up with a little discomfort and maybe a little pain in the short term. And here's why. Um, Because my strategy is to accomplish this. um, At the time, this is all over. And, you know, he's going to explain to us how we're doing and so forth. Um, He's not actually done that. What he has said is make America great again, bring back manufacturing jobs that have migrated to China. That's what he said as a candidate. But that's not what he's saying now. What he's saying now is, oh, my trade war, my tariffs are hurting China more than they're hurting us. Look at their tariffs." Terrible stock market. Uh, supply chains are leaving China some supply chains are leaving china they're not coming to the united states right. they're going to vietnam and they're going to mexico so this is there's just a significant degree of incoherence in all of this protectionism because trump's stated goal was to bring manufacturing jobs back to the united states that have gone to china and now he's to, now he's kind of changing the, me- the, the uh, measurement for success and saying oh i'm hurting the chinese economy therefore i'm winning um supply chains are, are leaving china and going to vietnam therefore i'm winning the Chinese stock market is down. Therefore, I'm winning. Guess what? Americans get nothing. Get nothing when we the Chinese like stock we're market goes down. If we if are Chinese, paying more if for G- our products, if China's GDP growth rate declines, that does nothing for us. And by the way, our growth rate is now looking like it's only around two percent. You just mentioned uh, the contraction in the manufacturing sector. That's bad news. Um, that does not mean that the whole U.S. uh, economy is contracting. It's not. The U.S. economy is still growing, and manufacturing is only about 11% of the whole U.S. economy. But manufacturing is still important, Um, and we are now seeing uh, declining activity in manufacturing, which means we're probably going to see a slowdown in hiring, and it's very possible we could actually see a decline in employment, so job losses in manufacturing. And you don't have to have a lot of layoffs throughout the economy for consumers to look around and say, Boy, we haven't had layoffs around t- around town in like ten years. What's going on? Um, y- you know, one person, a sentiment. few people lose their. It hits yes, sir, that's right. right. and we're also seeing, uh, we're already seeing the hit uh, a hit to consumer confidence. It's not terrible, uh, and consumers still are spending money. That's good for the economy. But
1: how much do you want to mess with this? Um, you know, I mean, look, The you know, consumer accounts for 70% yeah. of U.S. economic growth. And, right. and the economists that I've been talking to day in and day out on our shows keep pointing to the fact that it's the consumer that's actually prevented the economy from tipping into recession. Once you yeah. take the consumer out of the equation, if they're not going to play along anymore, chances of a recession really go up.
0: And that's very hard to turn on and off. I mean, if, if confidence starts to fade, this becomes one of those intangibles, uh, you know, I think this is another um, hole President Trump has dug himself into. He has been so dishonest about the trade, um, his trade policies. And, you know, examples are China is paying the taxes, not Americans. It's not a tax on Americans. That's just completely false. It is a tax on Americans. He keeps uh, telling us we're in a great place in our trade war with China. We're nowhere in the trade war with China. There are actually, as we're sitting here, there are no negotiations going on at all. No one's talking. We're just we're just stuck with... Although higher, Trump just, says
1: that talks will take place in September. Well, he's been saying that
0: for a long time. He, yeah. You know, he apparently, a few weeks back, he actually lied when he was in France at the G7, and he said, oh, I got a call from, you know, he implied he... Xi Jinping picked up the phone and called him and said, "Hey, let's work this out." There now he's walking that back. There was no such phone call. So, if we get to a point where the uh, you know, the economy actually is looking like it's in trouble and Americans are starting to lose confidence and they're starting to hunker down a little bit yeah. and not spend so much money. And President Trump is coming out and saying, hey, everybody, everything's fine. Yeah. Uh, the stock market, maybe the stock market's down 10%, and maybe the growth rate has fallen, and maybe the pace of layoffs is picking up. Don't worry, everything's fine. People are going to say, uh, he, he's out of his mind because uh, he's talking about an economy I don't see. Around me, I see trouble. Now, we're not there yet. Um most most people look around and they think things are pretty good, um, you know. But,
1: but you know, we'll see how this all plays out, in the in the weeks and months ahead, we have fourteen these, months to go yep. to the U.S. election, yep. and that's
0: that's why I'm asking this question about can Trump actually raise taxes on consumers and get reelected?
1: All right, we're going to leave it there. Thanks all of you for listening to Ballads and Dollars from Yahoo Finance. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Alexis TV News and at Rick J Newman. Now head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and rate and review what you just heard. Everyone is
0: better than the last one.
1: (laughs) We just keep getting better and better.